Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jen. And I'm Vernisa, coming out of Los Angeles, California, with the Speak, Speak Up, Up podcast. podcast. And you're tuned in with the Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Do your thing, Dre. Yo, what's happening? It's your man, a guru here from Guru Speaks Podcast. And you're not checking out Sportsway with my dog, Dre Day. Get with it and get ran over. Biatch. It's episode time, motherfuckers. What up, what up, what up? This is your man Dre Day, and you are tuned in to a brand new episode of Sport with Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Um, this is episode number 54. Your nigga has come a long way, man. This is episode 54. Um, this episode here, I'm actually very intrigued with. I'm very honored to do because the one thing about this podcasting thing is that I've been able to network and conversate with other people that's also in this podcasting game. And not only am I podcasting with them, they're also like me, black. And we're all about black empowerment, black support, all that shit. Like, there's no competition, you know, at least not on my end, it's not. So a couple of my episodes, I've been able to, you know, chop it up with a few people and network with them. And be special guests. And this episode is the same thing. Um, I was able to network with somebody from Tampa. So shout out to my man Guru. And uh, this episode here. um, I was able to chop it up with somebody else. From the Dirty Dirty. um, From the 615. um, Cashville, Tennessee. Like Young Buck used to say. Like like Young Buck used to say. So uh, without further ado. I I want to introduce y'all. To my man, um, Lucky from Cashville, Tennessee, from that Cashmere Thoughts podcast. What up, baby? What's going on? What's going on? Peace, everyone. Once again, Lucky Left the Great representing Cashmere Thoughts podcast. Fuck with us. What's going on with you, Dre Day? Ain't nothing, man. Ain't nothing, man. Same shit, different toilet paper. Nah, man. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. But yeah, um, like this. This episode here, you know what I mean? We're going to dissect on this um, Odell Beckham situation where he um, he had an interview um, that was just published uh, a few days ago with GQ magazine where he took some stabs at, you know, his former team, the New York Giants. So I'm actually going to speak on that. Um, another segment is I'm, I'm going to recap the um, we're going to recap. The boxing match from this past weekend, which was Manny Pacquiao against um Keith Thurman. And um last segment. Um I'm gonna get back into the baseball realms. Um it's a lot of talk right now of a possible Yankee Dodgers World Series. So, you know, we're gonna speak on that and you know, hopefully, you know, that comes to fruition because I'm actually intrigued for that, you know, intrigue for that World Series, and I'm going to get into the reason why I am later on in this episode. But first, again, let's, you know, get into the whole Odell Beckham situation. Um, for, the, for those of y'all that don't know, uh, he played for the Giants for six years. Um, basically, like, like he was basically the, the star of the team. Like, he, he, he was the one that put asses in the seats. I'll give him that. Um, even though Eli Manning was a two-time champ, obviously he was on the decline. Victor Cruz was the dude. Unfortunately, he started getting hurt. 
Then Odell Beckham comes and bam. Everything goes bonkers from that as far as his popularity goes. Right. Now we fast forward to this season. Uh, he was traded to the Cleveland Browns. And every chance he gets, you know, he tries to throw little subliminals about the Giants. But it just so happened um, he did an interview with GQ magazine that was just published not too long ago. Um, shout out to Mark Anthony, who works for GQ. Not Mark Anthony, the singer, but Mark Anthony, the um, yeah, not Mark Anthony, the singer, but Mark Anthony works for GQ. And uh, Odell Beckham really made some interesting, you know, you know, interesting comments about you know, his tenure um, with the Giants that I basically want to speak on and dissect. And I definitely would love to get your opinion on this because I got I got a lot to say about this, but I just, I just want to read what he said. He, okay. sa- he said, and I quote, I felt disrespected, like everything I've done for them. This is me being honest. This team has not been good for the last six years. I felt like I was the main reason at keeping that brand alive. They were still getting primetime games, still as a 5-11 team. Why? Because people want to see the show. You want to see me play. Now, being that you're the guest on this podcast, I'm going to let you have the floor first. You say your piece. You tell me what you think about that. Okay. I got a few different things. Um, first things first, I actually read the entire article. And generally speaking, I think he needs to go see some therapy or something. Like, he, he's, he's kind of in a, in a dark place right now. Mm. Um, that, was, that was the gist of what I took from the entire article. Now, on the quote you just read, where's the lie? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the lie? Okay. You're right. You're right. You 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 absolutely you absolutely you absolutely right. The funny thing is, I had a conversation with my lady earlier because she's a Giants fan, and I like I like I read the quote to her. So I'm gonna say this. So I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say the same thing you said. It's nothing that he said in that quote that was wrong. Everything he said was right. Unfortunately, there is some things that I have to question on this. Again, the disrespected part. I don't see how you should feel disrespected. I don't. It's it's a business. Now, if you feel disrespected because you you wanted your money and they gave it to you and then immediately after they trade you, all right, cool. Now, Now I can see why you feel disrespected. After everything I've done for them, what the fuck did you do for them? I'm like, I'm, I mean, what? Put ass. Come on, Drake. He, he put ass in his feet. Okay, I'm glad you said that. Now, this team has not been good for the last six years. Last I checked, you was on that team all six years. I felt yep. like I was the main reason at keeping that brand alive. I give him that one. You got that okay. one. I have no problem with that, Odell. You were like you were by far the most popular player 
on that team, they were still getting primetime games. I got to stop you there. That's not because of you. It's because of the division they're in. They're in the NFC East, which we can all say is probably the toughest division in the NFL if all, well, I can't say all four teams because the Redskins is trash. So if you have the Giants, Cowboys, and Eagles, if all three of those teams is fighting for playoff spots, then you can make a case that that division is the toughest division in football. So you're um, not. So you're not. I, I gotta, I gotta stop you there. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, baby, go ahead. Um, I think the AFC West. Ooh, okay. Never division top to bottom. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, let's see what happens with Oakland this year, because of course okay. you got you got Kansas City in. I, will, I was getting ready to say San Diego, but Los Angeles charges. Sometimes I gotta catch right. myself. I gotta catch myself sometimes because. I mean, for for me, they always gonna be San Diego. So, you know what I mean. They, they, they always they, they always gonna be San Diego to me. But uh-huh. like the whole, he he's trying to put he's trying to make it seem like he's the reason they're getting primetime games. No, that's not the case. It's because they play the uh-huh. it's because they play, it's because they play the Cowboys and the Eagles. That's why. Because I hate to break it to you, Odell. Before you came there, this this was still going on. The Cowboys and Eagles were still getting primetime games with the Giants, whether it was Monday Night yep. Football or Sunday Night Football. So they ain't got nothing to do with you, Odell. Now, now, now you, you, you getting a little, you, you getting a little too arrogant now. I don't know if you was drinking something before this interview, or, maybe, <laughs> or, or maybe you was snorting a line from, you know, what you did in Paris a few uh, a while ago. But that's neither here nor there. But oh, like, 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 like you getting a little, like you getting a little too crazy with it now. But let me just get back to the everything I've done for them. Mm-hmm. You've been there for six years. What have you accomplished? In six years, the Giants only made one playoff berth. And that was a few years ago. So let's yeah. talk. So, 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 so Odell, this is me talking to you. What have you done for them? Let's get into what you've done for them. You had a playoff berth. What did you do for them? You went to Miami, took pitches on a yacht before a playoff game. Instead of being in a training area or in a playbook, getting ready to play Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Let's talk about what you've done for them. In that same game, you dropped, you, you, you dropped a few passes. Two key passes at that. A third down conversion you dropped. A touchdown pass in the end zone where you clearly should have had. Let's talk about what you've done for them. Let's talk about the tie rates on the sidelines because you wasn't getting the ball. Let's talk about you hitting, well, beating up, well, actually, the the putting neck beating you up. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the, <laughs> let, let's talk about the fight with Josh Norman. Let's talk about that. Like, these are all the things that you said that you've done for them. What what have you done for them? You ain't done nothing for them. For six years, you played for the Giants. Only one year, y'all made the playoffs. So, Odell, please tell me what you've done for them because I'm lost. Because this is the way I look at it. And mm-hmm. and Lucky, I'm, I'm quite sure you can att- contest to this. Mm-hmm. To me, he's turning into... He's, well, I mean, for me, he was always... He, he For me, he was always a male version 
all the Kardashians. He's he, he's an attention whore. He just can't help himself. Now, you're on a new team now. You're playing for the Cleveland Browns. You're playing with your longtime friend Jarvis Landry. You're now playing with, you know, I'm not going to call him a sensation yet, Baker Mayfield, who has a promising future. You got you a new head. I like Baker Mayfield. Huh? I like him. I like Baker Mayfield. Oh, no, 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 okay. no, no. I, I like him too. But I just think the hype around him, like, like, like people are rushing it. Give it time. Yeah. Like, 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 give right. it, like, 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 give it time. It's, it's, it's like collard greens. You got to give it time. You know, like, you know what I'm right. saying? Well, like, once you put the collard greens on the stove, it take a while to cook. You know, you, you put, your, you, you know, you put your neck bones in there. You put your garlic powder. You put your vinegar. Like, it, like, it, it take time. Like, it's not just going snap at the drop of a dime it take time my whole thing right. my whole thing with Odell is this he's like that let's say well being that I'm a male I'm gonna use a female as an example okay he's like that old girlfriend that you had mm-hmm. that just can't get over you and he con- the per- she, she constantly taking stabs at you she got her she, she got her new man, she all this, that, and the third, but yet every chance she get, she's still sticking stabs at you. Like Odell, you now playing for Cleveland. Why are you still worried about what's going on with the Giants? Why do you feel like every chance you get, you gotta take a stab at them? Why? I truly don't get it. I get it. You miss New York. You miss it. But let's not forget, there was a point in time you didn't want to be there anymore. Remember, you want remember you wanted to be in LA. Tom Brady had posted some. Tom Brady had posted a picture on Instagram, throwing a football. I can't. I, I hope I can get some passes from you, bro. I'm paraphrasing. Why are you talking like that if you with the Giants? I mean, Eli ain't no I Brady. Mean, I mean, Eli ain't no I Brady. Mean, but come on now. Yeah, Eli is no Tom Brady. Hell, um, no, 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 he, no, a, no, a, he ain't. I'm gonna I'm I'm play devil's advocate for for, for Odell Beckham just real quick. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, I just because because I'm I'm not in New York. I guess I don't see either the inner workings, but I do see that yeah, Odell is pretty much the draw of the New York Giants. So and he knows that. So I think he was there like you guys chose a washed up quarterback and a mediocre coach. And mm. a horrible GM mm. over me. You know what's so funny? I think he's looking like that. You know what's so funny? What's that? I agree with you. I'm not even like like like, like I'm not like, like I'm not even going because listen when when, he, when Odell got traded, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, they traded him? Like, right? I'm like, all right, cool. Y'all traded him. Then you let who you let go? Who was um who was it? I think it was um Landry Collins. You didn't want to sign him. They, they, they didn't want to sign him to an extension. You let him go. Right. Then, what, what made it even worse, you draft this Daniel Jones dude in the draft as opposed to taking Haskins from Ohio State. You do all right. those moves, but you still keep Eli. So now I'm like, wait a minute. Exactly. Something ain't right with this picture. Never was a fan uh-huh. of the head coach to begin with. So I'm like, wait a minute. Something ain't right with this picture. Now I'm saying to myself, all right, cool. I gotta defend Odell on this one because maybe he got a point. But then you yeah. hear, but then you hear these interviews and you just keep taking stabs at them. It's like, come on, bro, let it go. L I G, let it go. Like you're like like you're on a new team now. You should be happy that you with Cleveland. 
Like you don't like you don't like, like like you don't change your dress code. You don't have the blonde. You don't have the blonde sponge on the top of your head no more. You should be happy now. You know what I'm saying? Like you should be happy now. Like you, Baker Mayfield will probably be the best quarterback he played with right now. Right now. Yeah. That's what I you give should, him that. That's what you should be concerned with right now. Stop worrying about what happened with the Giants. Let it go. It's over with. It's over. And now here's the and now. Here's the kicker. And then we can get off of this. You know how everybody talk about Odell being a top receiver in the NFL? Yeah, you disagree? Yep, I do. Well, put it like this. Some people have him in the top five. I have him as my sixth receiver. Now You got five? You got five receivers better than Odell right now today? I sure do. And I'm gonna tell you. And, Name them. Yep. And I, oops, oops, I got the names right here. Name them. We all know who Antonio Brown is, right? Okay. Okay, we know. Who that, okay, we know who that is. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones. Do I need to say anything about him? That's two. DeAndre Hopkins. D Hop. Ooh. Now remember, yeah. with all the quarterbacks he Better? had, to, with all the quarterbacks he had to deal with. Come on now. But I, I, I fuck with D Hop, but better? I can't say he's better than Odell. Okay. I, I can't say I can't say he's better. I'll tell you what Odell was better than him in. Miracle catches. That's what he's better than him at. I tell you one thing, he's also better at being on a you know, being being in formation for an onside kick and knocking the ball out of bounds. So he don't want him getting the shit rocked out of him. He's better than Hopkins in that. See, with Odell, he wants to play when he wants to play. See, with Antonio Brown, granted, he's a diva. All wide receivers is divas. You know, what well, let, let me not say all, because not all receivers was divas. Chris Carter wasn't a diva. Um, I mean, I would say Michael Irvin wasn't a diva, but, you know, he was doing things off the field. But that's neither here nor there. Larry Fitzgerald wasn't a diva. Calvin Johnson wasn't a diva. Andre Johnson wasn't a diva. You get where I'm going. So I get where you're going with Julio Jones, no diva. Which I'm hoping. Right. He, well, right now he got a reason to be a diva because all these people on Atlanta is getting his money and he ain't getting his yet. I think he should be getting his money. But back to this. I list. think he should. He should be the highest paid receiver in the league. But I'm gonna get back to you. I list. agree. Okay. Tyreek Hill, the child abuser. Oh no. He no, he is not better than Odell Beckham. Jr. You don't think Tyreek Hill better than Odell Beckham? He's faster, but he's not well, better. All right, all right, all right, all right. Faster, faster than him. Yeah, he's faster. All right. Yeah. Now this one here, this one right here, gonna I know this one gonna really tick you off. In fact, I know it's gonna tick a lot of people off with this name. And this is somebody don't. This is someone that don't get no credit. He don't get no respect when it comes to receivers. He just don't. I think I know I think I know who you're gonna say we're gonna say it. Now, maybe it may be a little biased because he's on my team. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna call a spade a spade. He ain't the fastest receiver, but I tell you what, when you need him to mm-hmm. produce, he there. Who was that? Julian Edelman. I'll I don't say, say no, guys. I think it's time to end the podcast. Like, you are tripping. No, I'm not. I'm not tripping Julian at all. No, 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 no. 
I, I, look, I, I just gave I just gave you reasons. When Julian it, Edelman? Yes. See, here's the thing. See, see, here's here's the thing. And to Julian's defense, I'm gonna say this. He's a slot receiver. So slot receivers don't really get considered top receivers. Like they're like they're like they're not considered the number one receiver on the team because they're slot they're slot receivers. But we all know when the chips are on the line, we know who Brady throwing that ball to. Slot runner or not, slot, slot receiver or not, we do know who Brady giving that ball to. And on countless occasions, Julian Edelman has delivered when it counted the most. When can we say that Odell Beckham has done that? Like, yes, okay. I get Now, yes, I get it. He's one of the most popular receivers. He kills everybody with the amazing catches in games, the catches, you know, before the game start, where he's catching them between his legs and all this other shit. Where is that action on the field? That's my whole thing. There's no doubt. Okay. There's no doubt he's talented. I'm not taking that away from him. But this hype of him being a top five receiver missed me with that. He ain't my top okay. five. I say he's six. Okay, so so I, I gotta I gotta dissect this Julian Edelman, man. I have to. I know you think she wants to go to the next topic, but I, I have questions. Go ahead, go ahead. Um other than Randy Moss. Randy Moss. My favorite. Other than Randy Moss. Yeah. What what New England Patriots receiver has done anything with a quarterback other than Tom Brady? Oh, no, no nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. So, Julian Edelman was in the league before he went to New England. No, no, no. I don't remember who. Nah, he, he, was, he was always with us. He was always with us. He never went nowhere else. Okay. He was drafted by okay. us, but he was drafted as a quarterback. And they changed I'm him to the receiver. That's on me. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Amendola. Oh, please so, don't get so them yeah, mixed Julian up. Edelman, and I love Amendola. He's okay. Who? If Julian Edelman went to any of the other 31 NFL teams, he would not see the field. See, here's the thing. This is the one thing you're going to find out about me. I don't do ifs. If if was a fifth, we all be drunk. I don't do ifs. If it's true. I'm not in the if, if game. True. I'm not in the if so, game. So I'll take that. I, 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 I go off of my eye test. I go off of what I see now. And what I've seen now, Julian Edelman, in my eyes, is more trustworthy than Odell Beckham Jr. On the field. Now, granted, he ain't as popular as him. Now, to, now I don't even... No, no, no. I don't even want to go to popularity per se because I don't think it's a. It's, I don't think he. That's the. That's the only thing I give him. That's the only thing I give him over Edelman is that he's more popular than him. Is he faster? Than, mm. is, is he faster than him? Is he faster than Julian? Probably so. Mm-hmm. He ain't a better route runner. When oh, it Odell's com- not a route runner. He, he runs good routes. Who Odell? I think. Yeah, Odell runs good routes. Not better than Julian. Um, that bo- I when, think when he tur- when he make those cuts and he turn around, that ball is right there waiting for him. But again, it's be- it, maybe it's because of the quarterback that's throwing it to him. So I'll give him that. that. Plays into it. No, no, that plays no, into no. It. That's that's why I backtracked. You're absolutely yeah. right. That factors into it. So on that one, I'm yeah. not even like 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 we not even gonna go there on that one. But right, again, right, right. as far as what we've seen on the field with your eye test, because see for me. The list was tough because, obviously, you know Antonio got to be there. You know Julio got to be there. You know D-Hop got to be there. So, for me, it was like, all right, 
Julian, Odell, and Tyreek Hill, those are the three where it's like, yo, damn, who can make the list? Now, Tyreek Hill. Um, now, Tyreek Hill. You're forgetting a name. Huh? You're forgetting a name. I mean, I got some honorable mentions if you want to mention them. I, 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 I really just can't believe you even put Julian Edelman ahead of A.J. Green. Oh, I forgot about yeah. him. Yeah. I you forgot about him. You know what's yeah. so funny? I got an honorable mention list right here. And I don't <laughs> even have his name on there. I got Michael Thomas, T.Y. Okay. Hilton, Adam Thielen, okay. and Juju Smith. I forgot all about A.J. Green. Well, maybe because he plays yeah, for Cincinnati. Maybe that's why I forgot. That could be it, but yeah, A.J. Green is, is a monster, man. Like, all right, all right. All right. So, being that, being that you're the guest, mm-hmm. I'll let you fix this five. Okay. My five got Edelman in it. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. But I ain't mad at it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's okay. your five? Okay. If it's my five, no particular order. No, no particular order because I know I, I know it's tough to like put them in order. That's why I just threw right, the I names got out. I got them in order. Oh, you got them in order. All right, all right. Go ahead. So Julio is one. Okay. Brown is two. Okay. Odell is three. And actually, it's a tie for third. It's a tie for third. Okay. It's, it's, it's Odell and it's D-Hop. Okay. Those are three. And then I got A.J. Green fifth. Okay. All right. Okay. I respect that. I respect that. Mm-hmm. So, my boy, so so Julian get no love. I ain't going to say he gets no love. If I had to rank him, Is it cause he'd he Jewish? probably be top 15. He'd be my top 15. Is it because he's Jewish? No, <laughs> that's my favorite jewel right there, man. <laughs> hey, hey, I, yo, I, I, like, I, I would, I would say Elman game. He, he, I hope he's a baller. Yo, he's yo, listen. Play. You know what's so crazy? Mm-hmm. I always had love and respect for Wes Welker until yeah. Julian Edelman came in, because when Julian Edelman first came on the scene, we all compared them to Wes Welker. But then I realized, nah, this dude got way more heart than Wes Welker. Way more heart. Like, just go back to that You don't think Wes had heart? Huh? You don't think Wes had heart? Listen, there was some games he blew for us. I ain't going to talk about that Super Bowl against the Giants where Brady threw him a pass and all he had to do was catch it and then we iced the game and he dropped the pass. It was right in his face. Yeah. It was right. It was right in his hands. And everybody say this shit. Oh, Brady threw it too high. Yada yada yada. Listen, Brady done threw that passes to Welsh Welker. Lord knows how many times. And he came down with them. You mean to tell me on the biggest game of your career you couldn't come down with that catch? All you had to do was he make that come catch. Down with it. All he you had to do was come down, down with it. The Giants would have had to waste the time out, and then we eat the clock, and then Brady would be a seven-time champ. But there's no need to cry over it. No need to cry over spill milk. It's over and done with. But well, back to Odell. Like I, like, I like Odell. I don't love him. I like him. But right. I, 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 I just truly think that he needs to focus on Cleveland right now. That's where you at right now. Stop worrying about what happened in New York. Stop worrying about breaking Jerry Rice's record because you're, you're far behind from that anyway. And on top of that, you need to rack up some Super Bowl wins. In fact, rack up a playoff win before you even think about passing Jerry Rice. You know what I'm saying? So I just think his mind is all over the place. Maybe he needs some counseling. Maybe he need to hear some Drake songs. 
singing songs. Maybe that'll smoothen his soul. But I mean, I mean, I mean, it is what it is with Odell. I get, I like Odell, but just come on, Odell, get it together, man. Like, like, get it together. Like, you're on a new team. Maybe you needed to get out of New York. Maybe you like, maybe you need to get out of there. You know, you couldn't really show us your overall gift because you was in New York. Now you're playing with a young quarterback like Baker Mayfield. You know what I'm saying? You got Nick Chubb. You're still playing. You're playing with your old college teammate. You got a good defense. Let's let's see what you do in Cleveland now. You know what I'm saying? That's all. That's that's all I'm saying. I get it. Damn. Yeah. Like it, 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 it ain't much to ask, man. It like it, it really ain't much to ask. But yeah, man. Like it's it's a wrap for that segment. You know what I mean? Um, good one, by the way. Good, 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 good segment, by the way. So I'm quite sure. You know, the audience will like this one. So, um, your boys is going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to speak on, we're going to recap that, uh, that, uh, Pacquiao-Thurman fight. Because I actually got a lot to say about that one, too. So, this is your man, Dre. Okay. Yeah, this is your man, Dre Day, with a special guest. Go ahead, introduce yourself again. Lucky Lefty, representing Cashman Thoughts Podcast. Oh, we oh we got the lefties up in the house today, cause I'm a lefty too. Nah, man, we got the okay, south, okay, we got okay. we got them southpaws up in this motherfucker. So yeah, we gonna take right. a quick break. Your boy will be right back. This is Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Holla at your boys. This is Lucky Lefty the Great of the Transparent Trap House Podcast. You are now rocking with Brooklyn's own Sportsway with Dre Day. What up? What up? What up? What up? Your boys is back. Um. With my special guest, Lucky Lefty, from that Cashman Thoughts. What up, what up? So go ahead and you know what I mean, chop chop that up. In fact, being that you the guest, being that you my guest, and I'm letting okay. you plug your shit. Go ahead, tell tell the people out tell the people out there what your podcast is about. Okay, so Cashman Thoughts is basically the easiest way I can put it, man, it's like the fine wine for your earlobes. Like, man, my podcast starting to win. We just get on the pod, we chop shit up. We talk about everything from relationships, um, fucking with ratchet women, uh, mm. <laughs> children. Like we just talk about life. It's just two two men talking about life, and we 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 bullshit around. We have fun, but at the end of every episode, we gonna give you something to take with you for the rest of your week. So make sure you check us out We're on all major podcast platforms: Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, and all of them. Man, we on all of them, but. Um, also, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Cashman Thoughts Podcast. Um, you can follow my individual Instagram. Mine is I underscore am lucky lefty. And Winnie's is drinking the number four, Sanity32. Check us out, man. Fuck with us. We really dropping some good shit. And we do it for the people. We do it for our people. So y'all make sure y'all support it. Oh, no, definitely. And, 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 and I, I can admit... They got some good shit on there. I, I, I definitely, I definitely vouch for them. But what I do love about, what I love about the podcast is, and maybe this is just my inner Jehovah Witness talking. Uh-huh. I love the fact that you named it Cashmere Thoughts because it just so happened on Reasonable Doubt he got a track named that. So yes, he does. Yeah, absolutely. So, yes, I love the podcast even more of a reason because you named it after Hove. So, go ahead. Do your thing, man. Oh, well, definitely. And, and you know what? With that, like, so, 
that was pretty much uh, Winnie and I's very first commonality was our love for hoes. And so mm. when we were thinking of the name, we were like, shit, what, what better thing to do than to pay homage to the greatest? Oh. Talk, talk dirty, talk dirty, talk dirty, talk dirty, man. Yes, the goat, the god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, the god, yeah, the yeah. god MC. God MC. That's right. Jehovah Witness. I'm not a Jehovah I, Witness. I'm a Jehovah Witness. But okay, off, is, off that. <laughs> off, yeah. Let's get off that because I could be on that all day. <laughs> right. Let's. Right. Yeah. Let, let's get back to regularly scheduled programming. Over this past weekend, we had a. I mean, I wouldn't really call it a big welterweight title match. It was decent. I mean, it was decent, but. You know, Manny Pacquiao, you know, he's dying for this Mayweather matchup. He's dying for this Mayweather rematch. And his next test was to go up against one-time Keith Thurman. He made that look rather easy from someone who was talking all this shit about he was going to send Pacquiao into retirement. He was going to knock him out within six rounds. He was going to make Pacquiao disappear. He was even calling him little T-Rex arms. Well, guess what? Within them first two rounds, you felt Pacquiao's pain. You felt them punches. Man. Because he knocked you on your ass in that first round. And he almost knocked you on your ass again in the second round. Now, right. go ahead. Say your piece. How you feel about the fight? So, I feel like this fight was a classic match of a boxer and Thurman and a fighter and Pacquiao. It was it was just that simple. Pacquiao's a fighter. He's gonna he's he's not gonna stop throwing punches at you. And Thurman, I, I don't know if he didn't watch the film. I don't know if he took you know, because Pacquiao's forty, he took him lightly. Mm. But, mm. And I think I think it's, it's those kind of things like it was a it was a classic ass whooping. <laughs> like that's what it was. I think that's like it's funny you said that because I that's exactly what I think it was. I think he figured, mm -hmm. man, I'm ten years younger than him. He at the end yep. of his rope. I ain't even got to take this shit serious. Like if you go back and watch that fight, even before the match, usually you know when they show fighters backstage getting ready for the fights. You know, they sitting yeah. there, you know, they getting their gloves taped up and all this. They focus, like they in the yeah. zone. This mm -hmm. dude smiling, taking pictures and all this other shit. I'm like, like, do do you know who like you do you know who you about to fight in that ring? Like, granted, right. ten years younger than you. Ten years younger than him. Pacquiao ain't no slouch. This dude is an eight time division winner. No Man. fighter in the history has done that. The man fought at 106. So he's had weight, he's had titles in 106 all the way to 154. Nobody has right. ever done that in history. And Pacquiao made this look easy. Pacquiao looked real good. Yeah. The speed is still there. His reflexes are still there. The way he can get the way he can get in and out, move side to side. He, like, he, mm -hmm. like I'll say this about Pacquiao. The last two fights that he's had, this Sturman one and Adrian yep. Broner, mm -hmm. we're looking at the old Pacquiao. 
Now, for some yeah. reason, he still can't get these guys out of there. Like, I would love to see a Pacquiao knockout. This was the match where I was really hoping for it because Thurman was just talking too much shit. Because my whole thing what? is, all right, I get it. You're trying to promote a fight, yada, yada, yada. But what work has you put in to even say anything crazy about Pacquiao? Like, you have a history of ducking people. We ain't even going to talk about that. Now, a history of ducking people. Yes, he got a history like, of ducking people. Yes. He has ducked several people. Like, no, you you don't. He ain't earned the right. My, my point exactly. He you, has not you earned, ain't the right. earned the right. Your, 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 your highlight win is Sean Porter, Danny Garcia. Those are your only two notable wins. In fact, your fight, your fight before Pacquiao was against Josito Lopez. You had a hard time winning that because he was tagging you. So he I struggled knew, with that one. Huh? He, he struggled in that exactly. fight. Exactly. So if you struggled with him, you shouldn't even have the balls to say anything crazy about Pacquiao. Like, you're lucky you was even in the ring with him. Because me personally, I felt like there's other people worthy here, worthy for a match with Pacquiao before you. Yeah. I'm Listen, I'm <laughs> hoping... I'm hope if this Mayweather fight doesn't happen, which I think will happen, and we're gonna we're gonna speak on that soon. Yeah. Me personally, I would love to see Pacquiao fight Crawford. Two reasons. I think I did this fight. Two reasons. One, we've been waiting for that for a long time. A long yeah. time. That fight been talked about since Crawford was in was at 140 when he was a junior right. welterweight. Now that they yep. both at 147 and they're both title holders and y'all got the same promoter and top rank, I don't see mm-hmm. why it should be hard to make that fight happen. I love the fact that Pacquiao is fighting young dudes. That's the thing I like about him. He's fighting young dudes. Like He's not fighting dudes that's old and washed. I mean, the only old person that he's fought is Floyd because he wants that money grab. Right. But he wants the check. Yeah, he wants that check. But as far as racking up these wins, he's fighting young dudes that are formidable opponents. Like, let's just call it what it is. Pacquiao had two fights with Timothy Bradley. Both yep. of them he won. Obviously, the first obviously the first match was bullshit. Like, they gave it to Bradley, but anybody with a right with a right sense would know. Pacquiao won that fight. I'm sure Bradley even know he lost that fight, but he had to put on the front like he won. So yeah, but but go ahead. I, not, not to catch out, but but even in the in the first Bradley fight, he he looked surprised as fuck when they called his name as the winner. He was like, "Oh, I won." Bradley, right? So, so that let me know he knew he didn't win that. Fight. I'll take I'll take you. So, I, I'll take it a step further than that. Remember Jeff Horn, the Australian fighter yeah. he fought. Right. He said, you know what? I'm going to go to your house and fight you. And maybe it was for a money grab. Because I think this was a little, I think this was a little, a little after, you know, Marquez had put him in a coma. I think it was a little, right. a little after that. He go to Australia. He fights him. He loses the belt. We know he won the fight, but I guess being that, you know, it was in Australia, he had to get that home cooking. Like when you talk about home cooking, like I'm talking about fried chicken, collard greens, rice, black eyed peas and yams, that type of home cooking. 
That's what Jeff right. Horn got in that match with Pacquiao because I'm quite sure he know he lost that fight. And you know what I'm saying? He got that home cooking. So you take those yep. fights. You take all you, you take those fights. Chris Algieri, please, nobody gives a fuck about him. Yeah. Brandon Rios, please, nobody cares about him. Those fights, we was like, yo, you're winning these fights, but they're not impressive. Like, maybe it is time for you to hang it up. Now yeah. we fast forward to Adrian Broner and Keith Thurman. Maybe he need, maybe he needed to whoop some brother's ass for us to say, you know what, Pacquiao back. Maybe that's yeah, what like, it was. Like he, ain't, he ain't lost as much as we thought he did. But, and, and even with that, like, I'm not the highest on Adrian Broner, man. I feel like he, I oh, feel he, like he's a waste of talent. He been, oh, he been out of there. Like, I lost respect for him after the shit he was doing with Maidana. And then, you know. You, yeah, like, dude, what do you do, grown man? Like, then after that, you win these fights and just your post, like, your post-match interviews, like it, like, it rubs me the wrong way. Like, I get it. You first came to the scene, they looked at you and said, this guy's the next Mayweather. Yeah. He, he even had the fighting style. The way he moved mm-hmm. in the ring, the shoulder roll, all that shit. I'm like, yo, yo, this nigga studied Mayweather. Like, he got that shoulder yeah. roll to a T. His stance right. was like Floyd, all that. He had the tools. And what happened? Got too arrogant with himself, fought Maidana, got his ass whooped, and never was the same after that. Never was the same after that. Then we get to this Pacquiao fight. I knew he was going to lose the Pacquiao fight. And what made it even worse was, after the fight, you felt that you won. My my dude, seriously? What fight fight was you watching? I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure your family that was... I'm quite sure your family knew that you didn't win. So I don't know I, I don't know what fight you was watching. Like, it's the same thing with Thurman. He felt that it was close. No, it wasn't. Your own trainer, your own trainer knew it wasn't close. Because before the 12th round started, he said you got to get a knockout. So right. if, if, if your own trainer is telling you, yo, you got to get a knockout, even he know that you didn't win that fight and you wasn't close to winning the fight. Pacquiao, personally... Right. He probably could have ended this in the 10th round because he caught Thurman with a crazy body shot. And that shit, like, that shit went Thurman. And Pacquiao, he, Pacquiao just couldn't finish him. Now, maybe, you right. know, may, maybe Pacquiao can't knock nobody out because them steroids ain't in him no more. Speculation. But, I mean, I mean, we got to speak on it. Ever since, yeah, you May- got, you got to ever since Mayweather spoke about that, Pacquiao ain't knocked nobody out. I can't even he think. Ain't nobody out. Yo, I, I honestly think the last knockout he had. Oh no, 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 he had a knockout. What was homeboy name? Fuck, Argentina fighter. Um, what's his damn? I can't. Lucas something. Um, Lucas. Uh, I can't even, listen. I can't even pronounce his last name. That was his last knockout, and I think that was the match before Brona. I think. So I take that back. I take that back. But even so, like, the drought that you had as far as having knockouts since Mayweather made that accusation against you, I, I, I don't know, man. But, you know, may, you know, they're saying that how, you know, ever since, you know, he became this born-again Christian, you know, he's, he, 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 he's, he's gentle to people in the ring now. He doesn't want to knock them out. He just wants to win on scorecards. Man, listen. Bring that beast out, Pacquiao. Bring it out. Yeah, you yeah, you, 
you got you got to bring the bring it the out. Best you do. Um, bring yeah, it the out. last one was, was Lucas. What is that last name? I, I don't want to fuck his last name up, either, but that was his last knockout. That was actually last year. I think it, it was, was last July. I think it was Lucas Matisse. I think that was his name. It's it, yeah, it's it, something like that. I, I don't want to pronounce that. Fuck it up. Yeah, me. Yeah, me. Yeah, me either. I definitely don't want to fuck it up. But I, I, I'm about ninety something percent sure. That's probably how. I, that I'm about ninety something percent sure. That's how. That's how you pronounce it. Luke, Luke yeah. Matisse. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, you. But yeah, you have to. You have to be honest about it. Like, like you said, it, since the the steroid accusation kind of came out and Floyd spoke on it, he he hasn't really just been. Because you remember, like, in his prime, Pacquiao was a knockout Ooh. artist. Couldn't be he fucked with. He was him. a knockout artist. Couldn't be, fu- couldn't be fucked with. Man. He made De La Hoya like, retire. He made De La Hoya go into retirement. He washed Hatton yeah. in two rounds. Mm-hmm. You talk about uh, you, you talk about a deadly knockout. I think of what Sergio Martinez did to Paul Williams. I think about what Marquez did to Pacquiao. What Pacquiao yeah. did to Ricky Hatton, like those are some brutal knockouts. But what yeah, I yeah, those those were knockouts. Not they, they were knocked out. Cold knockouts. The one thing I had an issue with with this fight, and this is why UFC continues to beat boxing. You have these judges that are supposed to be credible judges. I don't know what fight they was watching because me personally, this was a unanimous decision. See me when I watch fights, I have my own scorecard. I had Pacquiao winning eight to four. You had one judge, what's his name? Glenn Feldman. 114, 113 for Keith Thurman. What fight was you watching, Mr. Feldman? How? How? Like who gave you like who gave you some extra money under the table to give up this ridiculous card? Because there's no way Thurman won that fight. No way he won. Now he had his moments. I would say like fifth, sixth, seventh round. Those were probably his best. Yeah. Those were probably his best rounds in the fight. He, I had him. I had him win like those middle four. Yeah, I had like, him winning like yeah. five. Yo, three. he was tagging. Ta- he was ta- he was tagging Pacquiao a lot in those rounds. Yeah, he was tagging him a lot. But come on, one you had him up one point. Like come on, get out of here. It's bad enough yeah, you had him. Crazy. It's bad enough you had him winning by one point. The fuck up out of here with that shit. But. After speaking of this, now all the talk now is: Do we get the rematch with Mayweather? Me personally, not just yet. What I want Pacquiao to do is this, and what's so funny is I had watched um, Freddie Roach on Undisputed earlier today. He don't want Pacquiao to take no more fights. He said he want his next fight to be against Mayweather. So me personally. I think he should wait for the winner of Spence and Porter. Whoever wins that, you fight them at the early year of 2020. You win that. We fast forward to the end of 2020. We get that rematch with Mayweather. That's the way I look at it because Mayweather is not going to fight none of these young guys. Why? Because they don't generate as much money. Mayweather right. wants nine figures, and there's only one fighter that can give him that money, and his name is Manny Pacquiao. If you throw the right money at him, he'll take it. Yeah, he'll he come care. out for Listen, the money. He don't I, care about that fifty and no record no more. Like he already, nah. like, like, he, he, like he, he got it already. He passed it already. 
Now, there's some people out there, mainly white folks, that are upset that he's 50 and no because he passed Rocky Marciano. That's what they're pissed right. about. They're pissed yeah. that a young black man did it his way and he got it. But right. if you throw the right money at him, you throw the proper chicken at him, he'll take this fight. He'll take it. His yeah. name is Money Mayweather for a reason. He'll right. take that fight. And look who, who guess who promoted this fight? Go ahead, Jeff. Mayweather. Oh, yeah. Mayweather. Yeah. May Listen, the writing is on the wall for the rematch. See, a few years ago, I'm like, yo, I'm not interested in it. I'm done with it. Even, like, listen, I'm a huge Floyd fan. Huge. Like, I'm with the money mm -hmm. team. I'm, like, I'm with all that smoke. Like, I've been, yeah. I, I've been fucking with Floyd since he was Pretty Boy Floyd. I didn't wait till he... Right. Became, yeah, I, I, I didn't wait till he become Money Mayweather. I was riding with him since he was... When it, Filthy rich, pretty boy Mayweather. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like wasn't interested at it at first. It's bad enough we waited too long for y'all to even fight to begin with. Then when y'all fight, I'm like, damn, this shit is a landslide. Yo, I definitely don't want no rematch. But then, you know, you get the rumblings of Pacquiao was hurt. Like, even on Undisputed Again, Freddie Roach was like the how after the fourth round of that match with Mayweather, Pacquiao was telling him, yo, I can't throw my right hand. And Freddie Roach was telling him, like, yo, just do the best you can. Because supposedly he had injured himself during training camp before the fight. And I guess they didn't, you know, file the proper paperwork for a shot before the fight. So they got denied it. So, yeah, so me, like, me, me personally, back then... Wasn't interested in the rematch. Now, yeah. now I get it. Both these dudes is old. They both in their 40s. Some people may not want to see it no more. But me as a fan of boxing and a fan of both of them and the way Pacquiao has been fighting lately, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Now, now I want to see it again because I want to put, I want to, I want to put the talk to rest. Me personally. Mayweather washed him the first the first fight. I don't care if it was yeah. with one, even if it was with one arm. I don't care. I still think in a rematch with two arms, I still think Mayweather will beat Pacquiao. Yeah, Florida Washington. Now the thing is, and you you mentioned a few moments ago um, about people saying they don't want to watch it. People say the same thing about the uh, the first Mayweather Pacquiao fight. People say the same thing about the Mayweather Conor McGregor fight. People are gonna watch. Yep, you're gonna watch. Gonna Listen, watch. you're gonna watch gonna for one watch. reason. You're gonna watch for one reason. You're gonna watch for one reason. You're waiting. You're waiting and hoping. You're on your knees praying to the man upstairs that somebody gives Mayweather his loss. That's what they're waiting somebody on. Can. That's what they're waiting on. Like, this is why yep. people order his fights. Because yeah. it's not to see him win, they're waiting to see Mayweather lose. Just hypothetical. Exactly. If Mayweather lose, a lot of babies are going to be made. A lot of babies yeah. are going to be made if Mayweather lose. Because right. he's been cocky and arrogant for all these years. He flaunts his money, which rightfully he has every right to do it. Me personally, I have no problem with him doing it. Like you've been, like, like you've been in the game for years. You've beaten the odds as a young black man. Like I'm, like, I'm happy for you. Flaunt your money. Should I wish you cash at me some of it? I don't want that much. I'll take. Listen, I, 
I'll take five mil. I'm good with that. With all the money you got, you, yeah. Like you, you could throw me a little five mil. I'm a diehard fan of you. You can do that. But <laughs> yeah, so me personally, I have no issue with the way he conducts himself. Now, the stuff he did out the ring, I ain't rocking with that. But as far right, as what right. he's done in the ring, I have nothing but respect for it. But what I will say yeah. is, as a fan of Mayweather's, I wish I wish he would do with Pac. This is the one thing I, again, to piggyback off the what Pacquiao did that Mayweather didn't do. And then we can get off this mm -hmm. topic. The one thing I liked about Pacquiao is he fought young dudes. I wish Mayweather, yeah. I, like, just give me one. Just fight one of these young guys. Like, that welterweight division is stacked. You got yeah. Spence, who sparred with Mayweather, who supposedly, don't quote me on this, tagged Mayweather a few times when they sparred. So who knows? I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. So, so who knows? Maybe we can get that in the future. Who knows? Terrence Crawford. We can throw that name like out there. I like Crawford. Me personally, those are the only two matches that I would have loved to see Floyd fight. But being that they don't generate that money for him, right. it ain't going to happen. Yeah, exactly. There was only one person. Yeah. There was only one person that I felt could have generated that money for Mayweather. But unfortunately, he wanted to beat him so badly, and then he started losing. He lost interest. And that was Adrian Broner. Adrian Bro, yo. Adrian, if he, he would have kept winning, what? they would have had to fight. They would have had to fight. And remember, they was at remember they was at odds at one time. Yeah. So if Broner could have kept winning those fights and keep egging Mayweather to fight, Mayweather would have took that. That right yeah. there could have been like, yo, passing the torch. Teacher versus student. Exactly. Like, you want to idolize me so much, like Kobe idolized Jordan. All right, cool. Yeah. Let's get in the ring. Now we get to see what you made of. Like, you want to idolize yeah. me so much. Now let's see what it is. Let's see what it's like to be in the ring with me. I'd have loved to see that. But, unfortunately, yeah. we won't. He the money man. If you ain't got nine figures for him, he ain't fighting you. And there's only one guy that can give that to him. And that's this man, the senator of the Philippines, Manny Pacquiao. So, Floyd, you already you're you're already getting up there in age. I know your reign generalship is still there. I still know you could tag people with straight right hands. You could dance around the ring. You could stick and move. The name of the game is hit. Don't get hit. Nobody did it better than you. R.I.P. to, you know, Sweet P, Pernell Whitaker, you know, R.I.P. to him. Right. I think Floyd is the greatest defensive fighter of all time, in my opinion. And if you fought, pa and, and if you fought Pacquiao in a rematch, I'm quite sure it will remain the same. So, Floyd, let's just sit back. Because, again, I'm with the money team, so I'm saying we. We're going to sit back. We're going to watch and see what happens with Spence and Porter. Let Pacquiao get the winner of that. And then after that, if Pacquiao wins that, you come back and then you know, you tax that ass at the end of next year. That's all. I agree with that. Yeah, come on. I agree with that. Come on. That, 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 come on, man. That's going to be the move. Yeah, that's, that, that's, the, move. that's the only move. Because I look at it like this, and then we can get off this. If Pacquiao waits for the winner of Porter Spence, and he fights them, 
and he convincingly beats them, oh no, Pat Mayweather gonna have to fight him now because that's the key. It's go- yo. He has to convincingly it's, win. It's gonna be too much money to pass down. It's gonna be too much money. It may listen. They may grow. Listen, the oh, the gate for that fight may be more than the first one. If Pacquiao, oh, yeah, if Pacquiao, if, if if Pacquiao, if he takes that approach and wait for the winner, if he waits for the winner and gets that fight and beats them convincingly, oh no, Mayweather gonna have to come out of retirement. He gonna have to. It's gonna be too much money to pass up because if he don't do it, they gonna look at it like, oh damn, Pacquiao killing these niggas. Now Mayweather don't want to fight him. Ups, Mayweather scared. He's scared. If, if, because that's if Pacquiao, if Pacquiao goes in and he knocks out the winner Woo! of the fight within like the first six rounds, he opened Pandora's they, box. They, he opened Pandora's yeah. box if he do that. If he can knock him out in, in before, within six rounds, they have to fight. Floyd, Floyd will have no choice but to fight yep, him. Yeah, yep, he'll have no choice. He won't be able to live with himself if he don't. And with right. that, and the he way he and the way he spend money and the way he flaunt money, he gonna have to do it. He gonna he, he gonna have to yeah, do it. Him, but yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, it's a you know, it's a wrap for this segment. This is segment two. That's a wrap. So we got one more segment. We got one. We got one more. And this one gonna be a goodie. Um. <laughs> so we gonna take a look. We gonna take one more break. And when we get back, we gonna speak on that next segment. And it's possibly, because we still got a lot of baseball to go. We still got a lot more to go. Yeah. Will we get to see a Yankees-Dodgers World Series? But don't, we ain't going to answer that yet. We got one more bill to pay. And when your boys get back, we're going to speak on that. So this is your man, Dre Day from Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. With my special guest, tell him your name. Lucky Lefty, Cashman Thoughts Podcast. As soon as we get back, we're going to speak on that segment. Holla at your boy. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Your boys is back. This is the final segment. So we're going to wrap up this episode. But uh, this segment here, for you baseball fans out there, which I'm a, I'm not going to say I'm a huge baseball fan. It's, it's probably my third favorite sport. But... As a diehard Yankee fan, like diehard Yankee fan, I've been a Yankee fan. I was born a Yankee fan, for that matter. Um, okay. my, my uncle Victor, um, Army vet, so salute to him. Um, retired Army vet. Um, I was born to being a Yankee fan because his favorite baseball player was Don Mattingly. So, you know, every time he came to visit when I was younger, he would always take me to Yankee games. So that's how okay. I got introduced into becoming a Yankee fan. To the point where I only played in one baseball league my whole life. And the uh, only reason why I played, because the name of the team was the Yankees. That was the only reason why I played. And I wasn't that bad. <laughs> I, I wasn't that bad. I'm not going to lie. I let off. They only needed me for my speed. I couldn't hit for shit. Okay. And to the point where... At that time, I was so scared of baseball, I stood in the batting box and never swung. I'll just, I'll, I'll stand there. Is, is it a ball? Is it a strike? Oh, I get the walk? All right, cool. Now I know what I need to do. Because now, as a leadoff hitter, 
your job is to get on base and, you know, yep. try to generate some runs. So at a young age, right. I knew what my role was. I knew what my role was. I played right field. The ball never really came to me that much. So, you know, I could stand out there and bite my nails and look cute. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, man, yeah. So, that was the only reason why I even wanted to play baseball. Because the team name was the Yankees. We fast forward to now. Yeah, we we fast forward to now. My Yankees. Huh? That's enough for me. I'm. I, I grew up playing baseball. My dad, um, he played for a couple of uh, single A affiliates for some major league teams. So baseball is one of those things I just grew up on. Okay. And I actually, I was a um, all state honorable mention my senior year in high school. So I was pretty decent at baseball, but it just wasn't anything like I, you know, kids in the hood. Like baseball was just one of those things we just did because we had nothing else to right. do. Right. I'm right. pretty decent at baseball, though. Like I'll, I, I'll, I'll say this about baseball, and this is the one thing. I, this is the one thing I wish would happen, but we're not in control of that. I would love for more African Americans to play baseball. I would love that. Definitely. But see, the thing is, yeah. they want to play basketball. They want to play football. It ain't that. Mi- it ain't that many of us in the majors. It ain't. Now there may be. Now there may be many of us. And the farm leagues, you know, and the minors, but how many of them is really mm-hmm. going to get caught up in the majors? Let's be real. Right. Not, you know what I'm saying? Many, a- 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 ain't going to be many. So that's probably the one flaw that I have with baseball. Overall, I love the game. Like, some people don't like yeah. it. Some people feel that it's boring. It's a thinking game. It's a real, like, yeah. it's, it's not as easy as people think it is. Like, people think, oh, it's just throwing the ball and hitting it. Nah, it's a nah, it's a lot of it's it's a lot it's a lot of game it's a lot of game tape a lot of scouting a, a, a lot of shit that goes with playing baseball. But yeah, back to this. My Yankees right now mm-hmm. are on the well. I can't really say we're on the verge because it's a lot of baseball to go. But yeah, we have a great shot of making the World Series this year. I can honestly say, if you include this year, I want to say, what's this, 2019? 2017, we should have been in the World Series. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, Gary Sanchez blew that for us. And, you know, we wound up playing the game seven against the Astros and we lost to them. So, yeah, we lost that. Last year, we lost to the Red Sox. Our division rivals, the hated Red Sox. And now we fast forward to now. We start the season off bad. Now we have the best record in Major League Baseball. The best record. Right now, we're currently on a two-game losing streak. But, you know, while we're recording this, you know, we're actually winning 12 to 11. So Chapman about to come in. So the game may be over now. So we may be snapping that streak. Uh... We're nine, we're nine games up in the division. Uh, since June 17th against the Tampa Bay Rays, we have clinched our last seven series that we've played in. That means we've won two or three more. We've won two more games. We've won two of those games in the series. Because you know the baseball format, sometimes you play the team three times, 
or you may play them four times. So we've clinched seven straight series dating to this series right. now. We played the Red Sox in that time. We won a series with them. We won our series with the Astros. We won a series with them. We won a series with the Rays. These are all teams that are looking to de well, I can't really say dethrone us, but basically those those are our threats in the in the American yeah. League. But this is where shit I get that. Yeah, but but see, this is where shit get interesting. I think that this week, these next two weeks, is gonna be real crucial for us. Real crucial. Because right after we play the Twins, we got to go to Boston. Then after well, that, I was about to ask you, like... Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, we got them next. In fact, not only do we have them next, we come home to play Arizona, which we're, which we're great at home. But then right yeah. after them, we got to play Boston again. So we're going to play yeah. them in their house next series, and then next week they'll be in our house. So... I, I truly think that this 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 next two weeks will be crucial for us. Like we have to win these series. Like we can't go on no losing streak. We can't. Like we got a we got a nine game lead right now. We cannot. This is not the time for us to fuck up. It's not the time. Like our our hitters are balling. Like it's too like it's too many of these dudes to name. Too many. I'll pitch and I'll admit, we got to get better. We got to get better. Like, Tanaka, cool. Me and him share the same birthday. That's my guy. Um, okay. J.A. Happ, I don't like him. James Saxon. You don't, I don't like Happ? Huh? You don't like Happ? Nah, he could have stayed in Toronto. Yeah. I like him. Nah, he ain't, he ain't... Listen, it's one thing to do this when you was with your other team. It's a whole different aspect when you come to New York. When you stand in them bright lights and you put them pinstripes on, listen, let me tell you something. I've, I'm such a devoted Yankee fan that before when I used to go to games, like I had a Yankee shirt made. Like, like, like I went on yeah. their website and had a Yankee shirt and I had my name on the back of it. Cool. A few years ago, I upgraded to the actual Yankee jersey. With the pinstripes, okay. got my name on the back of it, Dre Day, number five, because number five is my favorite number. Uh, when I say that I had, whoa, somebody just got ejected from the game. Oh, Twins manager. Yeah, so when I say that I had goosebumps from putting that jersey on, now mind you, I'm not even getting on the field. I'm just a, I'm a true fan of them. To put yeah. that jersey on, I caught goosebumps putting that jersey on. Like, <laughs> It's like it's a responsibility putting that jersey on. It's like basketball. You a Laker fan. You put that purple and gold yeah. on. It's a responsibility that comes with it. You a Celtic fan. You put that green and white on. It's a responsibility that comes with it. Unfortunately, I don't like them as a team, but for some reason, they're the most popular team in sports. When you are a Cowboy fan and you put that uniform on, there's a responsibility that comes with it. It's the same thing with yeah. the Yankees. It's the same thing with the Yankees. You know what I'm saying? CeCe, that's my man. Rock Nation, all that. I'm not worried about him right now. I'm worried about playoff time. Playoffs, he's going to show up. So right now, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. right now he's on and off. Cool. I ain't worried about regular season with him. Pre Postseason, that's what, that's what he's going to show up. 
Um, my man German, 12 wins, two losses, came out of nowhere and killing shit. Now, I'm waiting for Salvarino to come back from his injury because he was our ace last year. So I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for him to come back. Now, the trade deadline is coming. If we can get Madison Bumgarner, if we could get him from I, San Francisco, oh, it's open season. But I know we're not going to get him. I was going to ask you about that. I was going to ask you about that. Oh, no, I want do him. You, I want him. Get- I want him. But what, do you, what are you willing to give up for him? Listen, we got one of the top farm systems in baseball. We could talk. Because, listen, I'm not giving nobody up in this rotation. I'm not giving nobody up. Nobody. I'm not giving none of these guys up. I'm sorry. Judge, you're not going nowhere. Hicks, you're not going anywhere. Torres, you definitely ain't going nowhere. Didi, I'm not giving you up. Nope. Nope. But here's the other reason why he ain't going to come. If he come to New York... He gonna have to shave that beard, cause you know when you come to New York, you gotta come clean. They did it to Johnny Damon when he came to us. That long beard he had, oh no, he had to cut that shit off. So I already the hair, the long hair too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I already know he ain't coming to New York. It sounds good. It would it like I, I would I would love it, but cause he he got he got that he got that postseason pred- pedigree. He know what it takes to win. He's a World Series champion, so it's not like he don't know how to win. Now, having said now having said all of that, we've had this talk already off the air. Yeah, we have. You a Dodgers fan? I'm a Dodgers fanatic. Now, like that is my thing. I, I, I dig it. Here's my reason for why I would love a Yankees Dodgers. World Series. Now, the last time they played each other was 81. Now, for y'all historians right. out there, Mr. October, Reggie Jackson, three three home runs, all three of his at-bats. Like, we all know that. Yeah, I got the name. Let me ask you something. Since, since the Dodgers is your favorite team, mm-hmm. who would you say is the most popular Dodger of all time? Of all time? Of all time. Let's see if you know your history. Who's the all who's the most public size, popular Dodger of all time? Public size and popular would be Jackie Robinson. Okay. There we go. I don't think he's the best. He's not the best Dodger though. No no no. No no. I'm just saying who was the most popular. Who yeah, put the Dodgers the on the, who put the Dodgers on the map? Yeah, you say Jack. Okay. Where are the Dodgers originally from? They're from Brooklyn. Bingo. That's why I'm dying for a Yankees Dodgers World Series. Because me, diehard Yankee fan, Dodgers, originally from Brooklyn. Yes, they're on the West Coast right now. But they're originally from Brooklyn. Yeah. So I would love to have a New York, I'll say it. Brooklyn World Series because they're originally from Brooklyn. So I would love to have that World Series. I'm dying for it. I, 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 I want it before my clock runs out. Before they bury me in the ground or they burn me and put me in the urn, I want I want that World Series. I want it and we need it and we need it now. Because think about it. Both markets, New York and L.A. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. big markets, New York, yep. L.A. You got the two popular teams in that state. Well, New yep. York is a state, Los Angeles is a city, but nobody really cares for the Angels. Let, let, let's be real for right. a minute. Right. All the talk is the Dodgers. They're like the Mets. Yeah, exactly. Yankees, popular team in New York when it comes to baseball. You put those two teams together in the fall classic, come on now. Come on now. Yeah. You know how much money. That'll listen, that would probably be one of the most viewed World Series in a long time. In a long time. Like, I think Maybe the most. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think Cleveland and Chicago probably had a lot going for them. Just for the just for the strength that the Cubs, it's been yeah, like basically. like a hundred years, years that uh-huh. they won. So the fact that they was in the World Series, all right, cool. We gotta watch because maybe you know the curse is over. You know maybe the curse will right. end and maybe they'll win, which it did. Mm-hmm. Then you fast forward to years after that. Who was it? It was Houston and the Dodgers. Nobody really cared yeah. for that that much. Then last year, no. you got Dodgers and Red Sox. Some people really cared for it. But if you get New York and L.A., whoo! Yeah. Like, 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 like with, with last year's World Series, that was for, for baseball fans. They didn't get casual fans. Oh, no. You get Yankees, New Dodgers, Oh, no. You get, Yankees, you get Yankees and Dodgers. Oh, no. You get... Oh, listen. You'll get, five, you'll get five-year-olds that don't even care for baseball. I tell, I tell yeah, you what, like I, I tell you what, they won't be watching no cartoons. They'll be watching this shit. No. You'll be watching the World Series. Oh, no, they'll be watching the World Series. That, that'll bring baseball back. I think that's what baseball needs. They baseball like like needs. like that that's the money right there. They need Yankees, Dodgers, World Series. They need it. Yeah. And I tell you yeah. what, we win that World Series. Mm. That'd be another parade I'll be going to. I've been, I, I'm not going to go that far. I don't think they're going to win that World Series. You won't bet nothing. Why won't I? You won't bet nothing. Why won't I? Why, why will I not? All right. My squad. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. This right, is what we're going to do. Okay. This is how we're going to make this interesting. But it only has to work if we meet there. We got to dance there. It can't just be one team. Okay. Both teams got to be there. You got to be both. I propose this to you. Okay. If my Yankees make the World Series and your Dodgers make the World Series, if my Yankees win, see, I'm not going to be arrogant and say when we win because I respect the Dodgers. You know, I I respect them. You know, Dave Roberts, the manager, Clayton Kershaw, I know all about him. Mm Mm-hmm. Postseason, he don't really do too good, but that's neither here nor there. So, you know, if we win, you got to buy a Yankee jersey. For in- Pick any player. You got to buy a Yankee jersey okay. and flaunt it. Okay. And if the Dodgers win, I, re- I reciprocate that and I pick any player of my choosing. Is that a deal? Okay. Fair enough. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I like that. I like that. But listen, listen, listen. It's on. It's on record. The audience out there, when you listen, it's on record. Audience, when you listen to this, it's on record. So none of us can back out of it. 
if, they, if they meet in the World Series, remember, they got to be dancing together. One team can't be against the wall watching, watching. Both teams got to be in the middle, and they got to dance. If the Yankees and Dodgers right. meet in the World Series, this bet stays on. Now, if it doesn't, yeah. then hey, it is what it is. It was fun. The talk was fun while it lasted. But yeah, man, like, but yeah, right. yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm truly hoping for this World Series, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm truly hoping for it. This nigga Chapman fucking up right now. It's I no, mean, yeah, hey, it's, it's, you, it's, it's no outs, and they got runners on first and second. But yeah, man. But yeah, like yeah, b- baseball needs this, and I've been yo, I- I've been wanting this World Series for like, I want to say ten years, ever since Joe Torre was managing mm-hmm. the Dodgers. Yeah. 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 I've been wanting this for a minute. Yeah, I've, I've been wa- I've been wanting I've been wanting this for a long time for the reason I told you, but I think like this gotta be the year. It gotta be. It, it, it has to be. Both like both teams. Have the best records in, in, their, in their respected league. Yeah, this fight. I mean, this fight. Yeah, this this World Series gotta happen. It, it's gotta happen. It's gotta. If, if it don't happen this year, I don't know when it's gonna happen. I I feel like this is the year. Oh, I'm praying like, for like it. This is the year. I'm praying. I'm praying for it. So I so so I hope so I hope the man upstairs. I hope he answered my prayers because that listen that's a World Series that I would love to attend. I know it's gonna cost a lot of money, but listen, I've never oh, been to listen, huh, I've never been to a world Oh my god. Bases is loaded and no fucking outs. God damn. All these niggas need is a hit and they win because two runners are gonna come home. Damn, chat yeah, me chat me fucking up, man. I mean I wouldn't you guys need this because the red flag's starting to get hot. So need to yeah, that's yeah. that, that's what I'm saying. Boston is getting hot right now, and mm-hmm. I'm going. Listen, I hate them, but gotta give them respect. Even though they're trailing in the division, they can still get that wild card, and they'll be dangerous because you know how this goes. Oh, yeah. You know how this goes. It's not how you start; it's how you finish. So if you so if you, you so if you end the season off on a great note. And again, they're defending champs, so I gotta, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, you know, have that respect for them from that light because they're defending champs. But right now ain't the time for us to be fucking up. Right now ain't the time because Boston Boston cooking right now. I think they've won like, I think five or six in a row. So right now ain't the time for us to, yeah, yeah, right now ain't the time for us to be fucking up. It ain't, it, it definitely ain't. But yeah, man, like, it's a wrap. It's a closeout, but my man Cash, my man Lucky Lefty, I appreciate you sliding through, man. I, I definitely, definitely do, man. Like I, I like again, like from talking talking earlier, you know what I mean. I heard, you know, I chopped up some of your episodes on your podcast and was like, yo, I gotta reach out to you, man, and hopefully, you know, you know, we could work on something, whether if it was on my platform or yours. So I'm glad that you graced me with your presence on my platform. So I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Oh, we gonna definitely do this again. Like, oh, hell, oh, listen, we're gonna, listen. I, I'm, I'm putting it out there right now that if and when this World Series happens, we're gonna revisit this. Oh, listen, football season about to start, so we definitely gonna be listen. Let football season about to start, so we definitely, we definitely gonna be chopping it up again. 
De like definitely, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, we yeah we definitely gonna chop it up again. This ain't the only time we gonna be, you know, chopping it. Whether it's on your platform or mine, we definitely gonna be doing this again. Right. No diggity, right, no doubt. Right, I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah, no doubt, man. Thank you for sliding through. So, having said all of that, this has been another episode with Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Um, again, to my guest, Lucky Lefty. Thank you for your presence. You know what I'm saying. Um, all love, all, all, love. all love, no doubt, no doubt. Black unity here, man. No, no competition over here, man. We all about love. We all right. about supporting each other. You know what I mean? But again, the podcast, Sports with Dre Day podcast. You can download that Anchor app. Put in the search button. Put in the search column, Sports with Dre Day podcast. The episodes will be there. Um, I'm streaming on. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, um, Stitcher, Breaker, Radio Public. Um, you can also check my social media pages, Facebook, Dre Day, Instagram, Sportswear with Dre Day. Oh, shit. Game over. Oh, no, no, no. All right, here we go. Hold up. Not, not the cut. All right, damn. Tie game. Tie game. Yeah, it's a tie game now. Sackfly. Shit, all they need is another one. Game over. They got a runner on first and second. So all they need is a hit, and they're going to win. We need a double play. They should, they should yeah, man, we need a double play. You got to close this one out. We got to close this one out. Yeah, we got to close it out. We lose this game, then that streak is over with the series snap, with the clinching of the series, because Minnesota is going to have two of them. All we're going to have yeah. to do is win tomorrow so we don't get swept. But yeah, but yeah, man, like yeah, 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 man, we gotta get this shit. But yeah, back to the, you know, <laughs> plugging my other social medias. You know what I mean? Instagram, Sports Square with Dre Day podcast, or my personal page, Dre Day nineteen eighty five. I put all my episodes there. The link is in the bio, so you know you can check in on there. You know what I mean? So um, again, in closing, this has been another episode with Sports Square with Dre Day podcast. Black unity, black love up in this motherfucker. So, your boys is out. Peace and love. Holla.